is from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do as he has made up his mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves the cheerful giver. And God is able to provide you with every blessing and abundance, so that you may always have enough of everything, and he may provide an abundance for every good work. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your resources and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for great generosity, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Peace be to you, the reader. I'm sure you've all noticed that Halloween is very much upon us. 
I saw that huge spider on the Goodwill store weeks ago. And um, it's, it will have about a month and a half of preparing for Halloween. And I imagine that probably we'll be starting our preparations for Thanksgiving within a week or two. So if you'll give me a little bit of liberty, I'd like to talk about something Christmas related. <laughs> so you know the story of A Christmas Carol, right? Everyone knows this story. It's the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, who is very miserly, stingy. And he has his faithful employee, Bob Cratchit. And these two are a contrast throughout the story that Charles Dickens wrote. And we see Ebenezer Scrooge, if you've seen any of the many different versions of the film, he's sitting by his fire, so cold. He's got his fire going, but he's still so cold. And then we go to Bob Cratchit's house, and it's a house full of warmth and joy. And yet they have so little. This, of course, is the contrast that that Dickens was making between uh, abundance and scarcity, as you might call it in economic terms, or shortage of things. So scarcity means that there aren't enough things to go around. So where am I going with this? In the epistle today, we learn about abundance and scarcity. St. Paul says, Brethren, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance, so that you may always have enough of everything and may provide in abundance for every good work. My brothers and sisters, this contrast between abundance and scarcity, between Ebenezer Scrooge and Bob Cratchit, this occurs within each and every one of us. There's always this tendency, these tendencies. At times in our lives, we feel, in situations, we feel more generous, more abundant, and we want to give more. And other times, we feel more stingy. We don't want to share the things that we do have. And the idea of stinginess always comes from what? Because we're afraid that there's not enough. We're afraid that there's not enough. Just like in economics. More supply, not en- or more demand, not enough supply. So we too live in a world imagining that. We're afraid to give. We're afraid to give because we think there's not enough to go around. If I don't give, then I will have more for myself. That's what causes us to be stingy. If, as though if we give it, then we're going to lose out. Because there's only a set amount of things. And you can fill in the blank with whatever kind of things you want to fill it in with. And this isn't just physical things. There isn't enough love to go around. There isn't enough compassion to go around. There isn't enough caring to go around. There isn't enough time to go around. And you know what? When we are more stingy, you know what that causes? More stinginess. More stinginess. This doesn't make sense. We think... Let's talk about money. We think, oh, if we get more things, more money, then we can relax a little bit. Then we can be more generous. But that's not the case. You look at the story of Scrooge, or if we want to look at a biblical example, the parable of the man who had all of these crops. He had so many crops. He needed to build more barns to store all of his crops. That was his solution. His solution wasn't, oh, maybe I should go and give this all out. 
Because stinginess makes more stinginess. And abundance makes more abundance. And this doesn't make sense. It's a paradox. When you think about it, it's a paradox. But why is this? Because the problem is not external. The problem is internal. And until we have an abundance in our heart that pours out from our heart, we won't actually have abundance. So any amount of saving things, holding on to things, will not give us the abundance that we imagine we would like. When we sparingly sow, we end up not wealthier, but poorer. Again, the the beautiful story by Charles Dickens and Ebenezer Scrooge. We end up poorer. The starting point must be God. This is our starting point. St. Paul is very clear. He says, to read some of that again, God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance. Later on he says, He will supply and multiply your resources and increase the harvest. And he says, You will be enriched in every way. God will do all of this for us. God will provide all of this for us. As we give, so we will receive. And that giving, again, is not just about money. It's not just about things. What's our most valuable commodity in this day and age? It's our time. Our time. Or our emotional bandwidth. Our compassion. But even you think about time. We say, well... How often do we say to ourselves, or I say to myself at least, there's not enough hours in the day. And then you could say to me, well, Father, there are only 24 hours in the day. Come on now, Father. Who made time? Who gave us our hours? Who gave us our days? Who makes time expand and contract? Periods of time seem so brief and periods of time seem so long. God did. And God will provide us the abundance that we need. But so often, we use that mentality about our time to turn away from an opportunity where someone just needs our time. They're not even needing our money. They're not even needing our things. Just our time, our attention, our compassion. And yet we say, there's not enough time in the day. I'm susceptible to that too. Just this morning, my son had a situation where he had a real concern to bring to me. But I was busy getting ready for church. I had things that I needed to do. I didn't have that little bit of time just to give him that compassion. And all of us have situations like this. So often, I hoard my time like Scrooge. We all do that. And we say, we just justify it. We say, I just don't have enough time. I just don't have enough time. But our trusting in God is the beginning point. Because God will provide abundantly. And you notice St. Paul didn't say, uh, in a couple of areas, he says, every blessing in abundance. So is there anything that's not covered in that? Everything's covered in that. And this is the paradox. Just yesterday I was at the monastery. We were doing the men's work day up there at the monastery. And I thought, these nuns, they really have nothing. They have a vow of poverty. They have nothing. And yet, they're giving and giving and giving. Beyond their means. They don't ask for anything in return. And their giving is not just a bed to sleep in. It's that. It's not just a meal. It's that. It's not just prayers. It's that. But it's also joy and compassion and friendship. They're just giving and giving. And as St. Paul says, God loves a cheerful giver. 
Because when we do this cheerfully out of the abundance of our hearts, then we receive more. So my brothers and sisters, let us not be miserly with anything. Fill in the blank. But let us have this abundant giving because that, that great mystery is that the more that we give, the more we'll have to give. And the more that we try to keep, the less we'll actually have. But we forget this. So let us remember this from here and forward. Amen.